In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. I have a textbook which I have brought along with me this morning for my homily. It is the icon of Blessed St. Herman, which I have borrowed from Glenn. At the beginning of the season, a farmer could be seen to be rather like a prophet. As he plows a bare and empty field, and then sows seed into that bare and empty field, he looks far forward to what he cannot yet see. He looks far forward to what cannot yet be seen. And so it was by the barren and yet beautiful coast of Alaska in 1794. Far away to the east, the 13 colonies had just become the United States. And from the opposite direction, even farther away still, from the extreme west of Russia, a band of monks came to the frontier of Alaska where the fingers of the east touched the fingers of the west. It could be said, and that quite truly, that they had come from Russia with love. Forgive me. The monks had come as missionaries. And there by the coast, two of them, Makari and Juvenali, were having a playful debate, which was later remembered by St. Herman. They spoke with affection about the indigenous people, the Aleuts, whom they called the Americans. And Makari said, somewhat playfully, somewhat in jest, because he had sort of lost the debate, he said to Juvenali, you may have the whole of Southern America, for there is enough there for the rest of your life. A short time later, the monk Juvenali was martyred, and Makari was lost in a shipwreck. Through St. Herman, the bright and gentle North Star of Alaska, who we celebrate today, great progress was made on their uncompleted labor of love. And now, now, that work has been handed to us if we are given to be willing to see the vision of it. Though the missionaries of some other faiths may have come to America for spiritual conquest, for gold, for the greater glory of their homelands, these gentle monks had come to America out of love. Love for the, Ro for the Russian promoshleniki, or frontiersmen, and love for the land and the indigenous people of the New World. Later, St. Herman said, you cannot save what you do not love. And so it is that love we have learned from the Lord and for him and for his kingdom, that love we must see multiplied as love for our land and love for its people. We must see that love multiplied 
for the life of the world and for its salvation. In a letter to a friend, Herman declared, Faith and love of Christ make a true Christian. And further, that his teachings were aimed at those who were thirsty and searching. And from the stories about his life, we learn that Herman seemed always to presume with gentle love, with gentle affection, without judgment. Herman seemed to presume that each American and each Russian that he met was thirsty and searching. He did not attempt to categorize, to prioritize, or to judge. There is one story in particular of a young Russian government officer named Simeon Yanovsky, who, by his own definition later, was a free-thinking secular humanist. Initially, he was quite hostile to Herman when Herman came to him. And rather than confronting Simeon and arguing with him, debating, rather than confronting and arguing, Herman chose rather to come alongside him as a friend. First, Herman reported to the officer of the suffering and the needs of the native people. Herman was always an advocate of those who had no other advocate. He spoke to Simeon of their needs. He spoke to them of their problems. And in doing so, he, at least cautiously from Simeon, he won some concessions from the officer. And later, the venerable monk came to serve with Simeon in a time of terrible sickness at the settlement, at great risk to himself. Simeon recalled in another letter that Father Herman would at all times speak gently of the things of the heart. And Simeon, in his old age, said, and eventually he won me over to his faith and my life was changed. For St. Herman, what is the change that we should be looking for in our lives? What may we learn from this humble Russian monk in a raggedy old cloak? What may we learn from him? We find the answer written on many of the icons. On this one in particular, we find the answer, Herman's answer to what we might learn that might change us is, from this hour, from this day, from this very minute, let us love God above all else. Let us love God above all else. And that for Herman was not a theoretical concept. That was not a theological point of contention. That was a call to act. That was not a call to some abstract attitude. That was a call to action. For springing from that simple love of God, Herman acted. He acted in a gentle way. This was not a revolutionary. He acted nonetheless. 
from that simple love of God, we find that simplicity can be produced in all that we have complicated in this life. What is the antidote for the complications of the modern world? What is the antidote for the complications of all our relationships? Of all of the things that we struggle with, of all the things that we wrestle with, of all the things that we have made so obscure by their complications, is it not the words of this simple monk? First of all, love God. Simple prescription, and all the complications are made clear. For from that love of him, we will go on to live the kind of life that God wants us to live. If we love, so we'll live. We live according to what we love. Forgive me for quoting Bob Dylan again. You're going to serve somebody. <laughs> you know, you, you follow what it is that you love. We don't follow what we hate. We follow what we love. Herman went on not just to keep it in his cell, although from his cell that the whole world could have probably been changed, but from his cell, St. Herman not only loved God, but he went on from there to love the Americans. He went on from there to love all the people who he encountered. He went on from there to love not only the people, but the land itself. He fed the bears and the birds from his own meager food supply. And it is, is even reported that he was known from time to time to hug trees. Think about that one for a minute. He was known to hug trees as his companions. And among the trees, Herman himself used to tell of how there he conversed with the angels. He was not alone in the wilderness. He conversed there with the angels. For him, the wilderness of America was not barren, but the wilderness of America was on its way to becoming a holy land. It was on its way. At least one small place of America, one little corner, St. Herman's Spruce Island, had become a holy place because the saint loved it and he held it dearly. For that is what makes something precious when it is held dearly. Do we so hold the American land and all its people that all this land might become a holy land? Do we so hold the land of America as Herman did? Do we love the people, all of them, even those of contrary opinions or politics, even those of different race or religion, even those richer or those poorer than ourselves. If we are to see that far-seeing work of St. Herman, that prophecy that that plowman made as he plowed that field and sowed that seed, if we are to see that fulfilled, we must 
so love unconditionally if you will without particularities we must so love not just those who are lovely to us sitting in the pews next to us we must so love all America and the Americans if we are to transfigure this land if we are to see it in light as a holy place we say we love God fine well and good love God love your neighbor love your brother book of James on that one in case you want to check so if I was to collect all this we begin when we find that the love of God is kindled in our hearts and it is kindled it's not manufactured incidentally it's not a not a human fire it's not a natural fire it, it's it's a fire that comes down from heaven when that fire of love is kindled in your heart then you will go on from there to love for all that God has created not just the parts of it that you pick for all of it we have come here to the altar in the house that he himself has built we didn't build it we just helped him he built it we have come here to the altar in the house and we will go forth in the world that he has created to multiply those gifts that we received here if we just leave them here we miss the whole program that that was the mission of Holy Father Herman the bright and joyous North Star it must become our mission it must become the mission of the church of each one of us not just a cast of people that we call missionaries it must become our mission that extension of mission love to the whole world for the life of the world and for its salvation and to the glory of God.